Operabi podcast, dedicated to points of view, challenges, experiences, and best practices for managing your enterprise data. Operabi is the data intelligence and automation platform that empowers organizations to truly control and leverage their data without complexity. Good afternoon, everyone. Daryl Richardson here, Chief Platform Evangelist for Operabi Software. Today we're going to talk about data health and optimization of, of the enterprise's data. You know, this has been something that's been really a, a thorn in the side of the enterprise today is, is proper data health. What is data health? Uh, data health is basically understanding the data that you have in your data silos, uh, pr primarily going to be like unstructured information, which is where most of the risk actually lies, right? If you look at you look at like a database or if you look at structured information uh, this information is relatively easy to assess the risk that's inside these types of data fields you know like databases themselves they have columns if there's a name if there's an address or a social security number you already know that that database has PII or personal data or GDPR data this isn't rocket science, you know, but the biggest problem is that dark information that's sitting out there on the, on the file shares, the personal data file shares, the group file shares, what the employees or what the users are actually storing in these uh, locations. I mean, there is so much stuff out there that's so dangerous. You know, if you look at uh, the magnitude of MP3s that have been copied, downloaded, and copied and moved around on the enterprise's data system, you know, there's uh, DVD rips, there's log files with IP addresses, and um, in some cases, usernames, passwords, authentication data. All of these things are an immense, you know, they carry an immense amount of risk to the enterprise. So data health is basically to understand where the risk is, what the contents or the context of these files are. In other words, what does the file contain within the file? It's not, it's not the metadata, right? So the metadata is what it is. The metadata is the properties of the file, the, the, the date range, the size, the file type, the modified access times, and then you get into the, the specific metadata of the application, like Microsoft Office Word file or Microsoft Office Word version, you know, 15.0, right? So all this stuff should be in metadata layers. But the contents is where the dangerous stuff is. And if you don't have a tool that can actually look inside a file and evaluate the risk so that the storage admins, compliance people, all these guys can make informed data-driven decisions and clean up the data. This is what data health is, right? If you look at um, the government, for instance, federal government for the United States. So there, most of the government agencies have what's called general record schedules or GRS. Um, so these are a set of rules to handle data. The only way you can effectively add to this type of um, knowledge is to have a an application that not only looks at some small amounts of metadata, but also looks at the contents of the file and then classifies the data based on 
what it sees in the metadata and the contents, right? So this is a true data classification tool. So if there's a social security number or it's an Excel file with a whole bunch of addresses, you know, a, the proper classification would say this file has PII, so we're going to label it PII. You know, so when you're looking at cleaning up your data or practicing good data hygiene, you're going to say, I want to locate where all these files that have PII in them, and I want to move these files or make sure that the share is protected enough against number one, an outside breach or misuse from malicious actors within your organization. And then there's this accidental use of something that, you know, whoops, I, I made a mistake. I didn't mean to send this, you know. Um, but, you know, what they just did was send, you know, uh, an Excel sheet with 2,000 customer information, including account numbers and addresses, phone numbers, email addresses, you know, to a group of 200 outside the uh, organization because they misclicked. So these kind of things happen on a daily basis. And the only way you can prevent it is to have the knowledge of what types of files are there. And this is what good data health is going to be. So what you will do is you're going to identify the data that holds regulated information that I need to keep. You're going to be able to identify data that has risk elements to it, which might be authentication data or IP addresses or, you know, of course, you know, your PII and PHI or maybe healthcare information, right? So all these things, you're going to be able to label these files or you should be able to label these files and you should be able to act on that label. You know, so if I have identified a lot of PII within an open share, I would want to move that file or move those groups of files to a closed share that now I can control who has access to it. The compliance team might need to have access to it. The security team might need to have access to it. The department head might have to have access to that. So what we'll do is we'll take the data based on what we now know about the file and move it to a secure location, which is also going to protect against inadvertent breaches or misuse of the data. Right? So the only way we're going to stop the excessive amount of data breaches that's happening is to find ways to identify where the risk-associated data is make sure that that data that holds risk is protected from the outside malicious actors. Data breaches are happening on a daily basis today, and we have to find better ways to secure the personal and private information. It's going to start with data health. The optimization part comes with cleaning up your data. So if you can get rid of 40% of your data that's sitting in unstructured data shares because over the course of a decade, there's been many surveys and studies done that have identified that at least 40% of the typical enterprise data, which is almost 400 terabytes today, and for and so it would be literally um, you know 160 terabytes of your 400 total is considered rot redundant, obsolete, or trivial. In other words, it has no value to your organization. However, what you don't know, because you don't know about the files, is that it probably holds an element of risk there, right? There's gonna be social security numbers thrown in there. There's gonna be phone numbers or addresses or names or, or something is gonna be in there 
that holds risk. And this is what the malicious actors are going after, is that rot information. So along with proper data health, you're gonna be able to optimize the information. When you optimize the information, and if, let's say we've identified 40% of our total unstructured data world as rot, why are we still saving that information? Why are we still backing this information up? I mean, backup tools are three times the cost of storage. You know, not to mention every three years we have to buy new storage. And if we're not ever removing any data, what are we doing? We have to compensate for not only what we have today because we're not deleting anything, including that rot that's sitting there, which is 40% of our information, but now we have to project for the next three years for the new device that's coming in. So if I'm sitting at a storage array with 500 terabytes on it, for the next three years, I've got to expect a growth of around 20% and then keep whatever I have. So now my next purchase every three years is going to be 60% more than what I had three years ago. So, I mean, it's it's data chaos is what, what I really like to refer to it as. If we have, we, we've got to find better ways to quickly identify what data has no value so we can remove it. If I can remove 40% of my information, then my storage lifecycle of my hardware now becomes, every three years I just need a 500 terabyte storage array because I'm gonna get rid of 40% every, every year. You know, so that is the value of data health and then the result of, data, of good data health is optimization. And that's licensing, right? So your backup licensing doesn't have, you don't have to every three years increase your backup licensing by 60%. You don't have to worry about your highly available application data, right? Because now we've got all of this stuff managed and we know where all this stuff is. We're controlling the access. So now not everybody in the organization has access to this information. So data health is going to be the key to stop the immense amount of data breaches that's happening today. So I hope everything, uh, or I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, discussion. It's something that I've talked about for a long time. I've been in this field for about 20 years. And uh, every, every problem can be solved with data health. So practice good data hygiene. You're going to see the results based on your optimization of everything around the storage. So with that, I said thank you. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for more podcasts coming from Operavi, and I'll uh, talk to you guys soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Operavi podcast. For more information, see operavi.com or contact us directly via email at info at You can also follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter for the latest news, tips, and insights on data intelligence and automation. We'll be back soon with more, so if you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review, or share with a friend or colleague. Thanks, and see you soon.